Good morning, good morning, everyone. Good to see a few of you guys jumped on this morning. Uh, my chat was all was logged out, so I just had to log in. So thanks for being patient. Good to see all of you guys on. If you've chucked a comment in the chat already, I didn't see it because the the chat was logged out. So uh, say hello again if you if you're feeling the need. Great to see you guys. Um, hey, good morning, Teresa. Oh, that's great. Great to, great to see you're on the live this morning. Awesome. Well, yeah, Hardika was pretty wild weather um, up here in uh, the Gold Coast as well on the weekend. So hopefully everyone's safe wherever you are. How are you, Sonia, Brendan, Nicole, Brooke? Good morning to all of you guys. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Kylie, great to see all of you guys on. Um, if anyone's new, <laughs> morning, Stephen. Um, if anyone's new, say hello in the chat. Uh, give us a shout out. Tell us where you're dialing in from. Jason Witten's my name, as it said there in the little name tag before. Every morning, Monday to Fridays, usually get together with some cool, crazy crew just like you guys. And uh, we talk about real estate, real estate investing, making sure we understand what's going on out there in the marketplace because there is always something to talk about. Kylie, good morning. Great to see you. If you uh, thanks for joining. If you're new, that is awesome. And um, welcome along. Been property investing myself over 20 years, um, and uh, coaching property investors with our team at Positive Real Estate. Sam and the coaches for over 18 across Australia and New Zealand. So welcome along. Great to see you dialing in from the sunny coast just up the road, Kylie. And um, we've got a couple of sayings around here. There's two very important sayings that everyone must know. This is what we stand for, the idea that ma this property investing, property investing is a marathon, not a sprint. If you're up for get-rich-quick, property is not your gig. Go somewhere else uh, and uh, buy well, never sell. That's the one. Hey, listen, real estate investing is about owning assets for a long time. If you are buying and selling, that is not investing, that is trading, that is a business of trade. And we talk about real estate investing. Today, we want to talk about the world of construction and building um, uh, and uh, put it in the chat if uh, you guys have heard any uh, murmurs about uh, builders going broke in the world of construction at the moment. And uh, let me know if you've heard of the name of one or two builders that are having some challenges right now, um, some out of China. There's a big one out of China, but uh, Australian builders. Um, and uh, whack that in the chat for me. Um, I know that uh, um, there's one or two have had some challenges in the short term. But that's quite normal. That is, uh, unfortunately... That is for, unfortunately, nothing new. But what's going on here? What's going on? I want to dive in this morning and say, hey, listen, uh, is there something you and me as investors should be concerned about when it comes to property investing? Let's go to this one. It's a bit easier. And uh, I grabbed a few charts so we can talk through this morning. Because, you know, listen to, um, if you have a, uh, a think about what is going on in the world of construction right now, we have a record, a uh, record, dun, 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 record. There's records going everywhere at the moment, but there is a record of um, oh, great Danny. Yeah, that uh, I love, Doctor Arn um, Arna. He is absolutely a legend. 
Um, um, yeah, <laughs> it's a good question, isn't it, Jeff? Can't remember the name. Um, it's uh, I think it's um, uh, premium or something like that. Uh, the builder. But here's what's happening. Let's let's have a quick look at some d- um, data team, and then we sort of you know chat about you know what we think you know is there anything we need to be worried about, concerned about as investors. The answer at this point is uh, a no, but there are some things that we need to be aware of. If you have a look at you know this line here, this line here, which is actually I'm going to do that in a better color because it's not as uh, not standing out as much. So let's look at that um, color here. Let's look at this line here, this box here, when it comes to the world of uh, house construction. And houses is this, um, you know, the the red one or the, the black one um, here. And you can see, like since 2011, and it was pretty consistent, to be honest, um, uh, prior to that as well, housing houses the approvals of a detached house, regular four-bedroom house, was pretty consistent, team. It was a very uh, um, steady supply of housing to the marketplace. And that was for all sorts of reasons. The, you know, the land developers take years and years to develop the land, so they've got a sort of kind of, you know, see out into the future, you know, a certain amount of people would buy in these areas. And, and it just, it was very steady, been steady for a long, long time. If you could see right here, you know, um, to be honest, uh, when APRA stepped in and got involved in the um, the borrowing issues uh, starting in sort of 2017 and really peaking in 2018, uh, we had a small decline in detached houses but we had a quite significant decline in um, um, in total because we had these ones down here, which is the grey, uh, which was the apartments and townhouses. But, you know, we're talking about the houses today. And if you look at right here, if we drill in to this portion here, we've had a significant increase in two years, okay, two years. Now, if you look at this, and from the bottom, if you have a look at kind of, you know, oh, down here, uh, it's it's almost, it's pretty close to a doubling, a two times, two times, doubling, two times the number of houses being uh, approved and also, this is the approvals, the approvals, so what has happened, what is going to happen is these approvals are going to flow in to construction and we're seeing it now, right? Everyone see, uh, following along? So tell me right now, if for, let's say, for the last 10 years, for the last 10 years, call it 10 years, for 10 years, you've built your business around this volume. Uh, it's getting pretty messy in there now. Um uh, if you've built your business around that volume and it's been stable and simple and you know pretty well the same volume for 10 years as a builder and all of a sudden, overnight, overnight, it doubles in number, in, in construction. It doubles the number of uh, opportunities out there. Um, so you've now got to 
every single builder in the country, by and large, has to double its output. Right? Like it and tell me right now, what do we what do we have a shortage of? Chuck it in the chat for me right now, team. What do we have a shortage of right now in Australia? Two things, really, but uh, yeah, and they're both causing grief and problems to this issue. What are the two shortages right now we have when it comes to this issue in the world of building? Put it in the chat for me. Because these two things, not only have we now doubled, we've doubled our um, uh, construction. So Brendan said, yep, materials, hardic timber. Yeah, there's a massive shortage, wood. Um, and other materials as well, land and building supplies and workers. Absolutely, Hardik, right? Yep, trades, building materials. So, team, so think of this, right? We now have uh, double the houses to build. We've got less, yeah, less apprentices. Absolutely, Shelley. It's uh, it's actually a real challenge and a problem. The, uh, the system has not. Uh, foreseen or kept up with this stuff. So we've got um, not enough material. Everyone's fighting over the material. So we've got double the building needed to be done. We've probably got, I don't know, I, and I'm guessing, let's say 20 30% less material. Uh, and we've got nowhere near enough people to build them. So what's going to happen? What's going to happen to everything? There is only one thing that can happen. In that, and that is the prices going up, okay? Prices going up or not necessarily the prices going up um, uh, in only isolation. The prices of construction materials, the prices of trades and um, what is happening is builders who have been caught in the early stages of this are now getting caught up in starting these things, backlog and building time. Yes, Brendan. So I'm trying to get there. I'll get there. Keep Stick with me. Follow follow this along, team. So I, I'll bring this to what's going on with these builders that are going to go broke uh, or have gone broke, okay? So what we're seeing is, you know, uh, an, an increase, quite a significant increase in the owner-occupier Lending as well. So we've got loans coming through, right? So for by and large, it's not down here. It's not necessarily the investors that are having the majority of this challenge, but we need to be aware of this. Uh, if we are building something, I'm in the middle of constructing something right now. So, you know, like, okay, what's going to happen? You know, we need to see what happens here. So the loans are up. Um, and, you know, as we go along, you know, what's going to happen to our pricing of our real estate? At the moment, we've had some significant increases because of the buying and selling and the, the flurry to get a piece of the action. But now, now what's going to happen into the future? That's what we're going to talk about right now. So let's have a bit of a sticky beak at this. Let's have a look at a bit of a timeline. Uh, and I'm going to do my best to kind of Draw this out. So this call is 2020, uh, and um, you know we were sort of dribbling along here, and then all of a sudden we have had construction, and that's um, 20 and 21. Let's call that. Let's call that 21. Okay, 21, 20, and 21. All right, 
And now we're kind of going to be into 22, right? And it's kind of, these are the approvals. Let's just look at this. Actually, I probably should have done that a bit smaller, but you'll, you'll see what I mean in a second. Um, so, you know, let's say approvals drop off or the number of people wanting to build a property starts to drop off. But we now have, uh, let's say, 50,000 houses to build there and 50,000 houses to build here, okay? So in this 12-month period, let's say you were a builder. Let's say you were a builder and you priced your construction in 2020. Let's say right now um, land was taking a period of time. Actually, I'm going to change this because I'm going to do this a little bit better, timeline. 2020, 21, 22, 23. All right. So um, if we go up here and we say, all right, well, in 2020, you're a builder and you thought, holy smokes, COVID, we thought the world was going to end, but it hasn't. All of these people have started buying properties and now we've got you know a cracking opportunity here to grab a bit of business. Uh, along the way, okay? The challenge, tell me, team, and uh, for you guys who've been in the mentoring for a while, what was the challenge and what is the challenge right now in the world of land, okay? If you buy a piece of land today, let's say you did buy a piece of land in 2020 um, after after sort of mid-2020, what was the challenge? What is the challenge right now? It's a little bit of a technical thing, but some of you might be able to get this. If you put your foot on a piece of land right now, what is the challenge with you to start building? Tell me right now in the chat. It's a, it's a trick question. I'll answer it just quickly if, if you guys don't jump in. But if you put your foot on a piece of land and people did this in mid-2020, what was the challenge? How long it takes to build a house? Yeah. Yes, there's a starting part at the beginning team where if you said, all right, I've got my foot on a piece of land right here in mid-2020 to get the land. Aha, Sharon's on it. Boom, waiting for the registration. Good work, Kylie. Yep, council approved. Hardik. Yep, so tell me, team, right? It usually, it was usually a bit faster, maybe three months prior to mid-2020, but now, yes, Rodney's onto it as well. So check this out, right? So check this out. This is what's happening. Uh, let's say you did that in, in September 20, September 20. Now it took six months for the land to register, to registered land. Maybe it took then another two to three months before you got the council approvals and, and those sorts of things. Now, the builder the builder has committed to a price, right, nine months ago here, and now they've got to build it nine months later. So now the price they committed to has gone up 25% in that nine-month period, okay? So... That is the challenge every single builder is facing right now. Any commitments they had 
nine months ago, six months ago, even three months ago, folks, uh, is a challenge for them to price it right. So is that any different right now? Have a look right now. If you are buying a piece of land right now, registration, I'm going to change that. Uh, We'll get this. Registration of a piece of land right now is 12 months. Now, there's nothing wrong with this if you understand what's going on, folks. All right? There's nothing wrong with it uh, if you... um, um, if, if, if you know what's going on. However, <clears throat> for those who are in the middle of this and have thought they're going to pay 300 for their house and now it's 350 and they can't afford it, they can't lend the money, the, the builder can't keep up with the, the construction, these are the things. And then right now the builder's saying, well, this thing's not going to be registered for another 12 months. I don't know how to price it. You know, if I put my prices up 25%, does that make the property untenable? They don't know how to do it. And so we've got a bit of a challenge right here. So what is happening is that builder who priced those things nine months ago <clears throat> now can't do it, all right? They're going broke. If they don't have enough money, back up, whatever it might be. <clears throat> so hopefully that makes sense. What can we do as investors uh, and uh, and and uh uh, property owners, if we're in the middle of this stuff, let's have a quick chat about that. We've got David there. He said, like, I've got two deposits on apartments in NZ and I'm waiting for the developers to say, here's your money back. Yeah, that can happen, David. Unfortunately, there is a thing in most legislations across Australia and New Zealand, and that comes down to state, where there is a sunset clause. There's a sunset clause that gives the builder a, a period of time that they have to get the building constructed or started at least. Um, and deliver what they said they were going to, uh, and or they can cancel the contract after a period of time and say, sorry, we can't build it for that. We need to either resell or whatever. Sometimes that can be a good thing or a bad thing as we go. So a couple of things for us right now. Number one, if you're in the middle of um, a construction right now or getting started, if your builder sends you a letter and says, I need to put the price up, okay, Right now, for most of us, uh, I would say as long as it's not ludicrous, I would agree, okay? Um, You know, 20K now for them to get started is better than arguing with them for six months and not getting started at all and the builder going broke. Now, uh, at Positive, at PRE, um, you know, that's why you have the team uh, the contracts team, our contracts and legal team, our property team, our acquisition team to help you uh, negotiate that. And we have uh, excellent relationships with builders um, and we've had them for you know 20 years who've been through one or two of these bumps and bruises along the way. Now, this is quite normal. This has happened a number of times, GFC and other places. Uh, we've seen it, unfortunately, before. And um, the smaller builders are the ones that you've got to be uh, more... Uh, diligent about so watch the smaller builders you know you want to work with the medium to large builders okay because they have enough money often to go the distance however um the uh, builder that just went broke just recently uh was the 12th largest builder in queensland so they're not impervious to it 
that's for sure. Um, the challenge is, uh, is that company um, capable of um, buffering a few prices in uh, changes in prices? We need to we need to know. And um, for all of us as investors, we need to make sure we have the cash flow to go the distance. Okay, go back and check your your budgets. If you're in the middle of a construction, you know your the time frame um, that it's going to take. You were thinking, all right, well, I've got six months worth of uh, you know interest to pay. Well, folks, I think that's going to be more like twelve to eighteen months worth of extra interest to pay. Okay, can you afford that? If you can't, you know, make sure you've got this thing locked away so you're not the roadblock for that construction job as it goes along. Hopefully that made sense um, for everyone listening in today. Uh, it is unfortunately something that happens um, every now and then. And uh, right now it's being exacerbated by the length of time to register land between the registered land and starting construction. The builders are finding it very difficult to lock in their pricing. Uh, and for all of us, we want some certainty now, but, you know, that's the way it is. So uh, if you need some help with that, and you're in the Positive Mentoring Coaching Program, reach out to the team. That's what we're here for. Uh, if you're not in the coaching program, why not? Get on, get on, the, get on the program. <laughs> anyway, I'm just rabbiting on now. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted, you lot. Uh, be good, be well, uh, and uh, stay safe wherever you are. Till tomorrow, join me for another Wealth Coffee Chat around about 8.05, usually kick off 8.05 to 8.10. Worst case scenario, and um, we uh, we chat about real estate investing. All right, team, have a good one. Take care. Bye for now.